Hi there, thank you for listening to this short solo cast. I just want to take a quick moment to thank you, whoever you are. I'm so grateful for anyone and everyone that picks up and listens to the podcast. And I really, really appreciate everyone that's reached out and thanked me for uh, the insights and the information they've got from it. I really, really appreciate it. And if you ever have any ideas or themes that you'd like to hear about on the podcast, please reach out, please connect with me. I'd love to try and facilitate guests that are going to serve the type of growth that is most beneficial for you as a listener. This is a very quick solo cast just to hop on and talk about my thoughts about the great Gabor Mate. I was lucky enough to attend a live podcast recording. Uh, I won't reveal any of the information that was contained in that because I know it's not going to be released until later in the year. And it was specifically in relation to Gabor Mate's latest book, which is due to be released soon. main point that I wanted to touch on in this is intersectionality between Gabor Mate's work and the work that I do as a coach. This really was the key theme that was coming out of the discussion yesterday between these two. theme that I want to talk about is really specifically in relation to our ability to choose in which direction we would like to lead our life and when doing so, trying to understand whether we be, we are being led or guided by our authentic self, genuine authentic desires for where we would like our life to go, or whether we're being governed by some primal instinct or some fear-based value that is taking us in, an, in a direction that don't authentically want to go in, but society at large or perhaps the culture of people around us the information, the limiting beliefs that we've built up are nudging us in that particular direction. So what's the difference? How do we tell between those two? What does an effective internal dialogue look like? The thing that was coming up frequently is that follow our authentic voice. We really need to be clear on our values. Making decisions that are authentic and align with our authentic self is really centered around having a great degree of clarity on what our highest values are. So if you would like to explore this topic further, uh, I really recommend undertaking a values assessment. Uh, You're welcome to reach out to me. I I offer a free values assessment via uh, my website, auroralifecoaching.com, or you can click on the link in my bio and access the uh, website from there. Getting clear on what our highest values is so important because... This enables to exactly what our core values look like on paper and really gives us a framework to begin trying to make those decisions from. Uh, If something is taking you towards your highest values, particularly if something is taking you towards one of your highest values that you don't feel particularly aligned with at the moment, that's where a lot of people uh, and a lot of clients that I work with have internal conflict because Perhaps they're trying to align with a value that they've become uh, distant from and it feels like it might not be an authentic decision. So to give an example, if you have a particularly high value of achievement and let's say your, your career has been on the back burner for some time, for whatever reason, you really feel like an opportunity for you to gain some achievement is professionally. Well, if that's an area in your career where you have been 
misaligned with or just less aligned with than you would like, then pursuing that might, or pursuing or making a decision to move you more closely towards career fulfillment might feel like a, a misaligned step, or it might feel like a really, at least a difficult step to be taking. So values is a really important point there. And whether or not we are aligning with past patterns or uh, some sort of primal desire that might be taking us away from our values, I think what's key here is to really assess what your patterns are as an individual. Where, where have you made missteps in the past in your life, in your career? Uh, that have led you down path that was not helpful or took you to a place in your life that you were not happy. And being aware of those past patterns is a really helpful step to making sure that we don't make those specific mistakes again. And also that we don't make mistakes that are like them. thing that I see a lot of with my clients is having fear that the future is going to be like the past. Uh, So to give an example, if someone is has had a career and was very successful at it and received a lot of success, a lot of accolades, and uh, maybe they've taken a career break or, or stepped away from their career for a while, there tends to be uh, a certain degree of fear that if they re-engage again professionally, that they will make the same mistakes. And uh, one helpful thing that works in this area is to understand exactly what went wrong in the past and also to understand how you're different now and what support you've got around you now. If you were 25 years old when you began making mistakes uh, in the past that led you down the wrong path, try to think about well, what's different now. What experiences do I have now uh, that are helpful? What team have I got in place now that's going to prevent me from making those mistakes again? Do I have a helpful support uh, supporting relationship? Do I have friends and family that are uh, more aligned with my values? Do I have a coach? Do I have a therapist that's going to be able to help me keep on track in the right direction and keep me going to where I'm moving to? Moving on to where I saw this theme arising yesterday uh, from Gabor Mate's work is that he was explaining very eloquently, as you'd expect, that we have this internal almost conflict uh, within us uh, which arises from two uh, primal desires uh, two primal needs that we all have first is this idea centered around attachment and the fact that as uh, newborn infants as a species we are incapable of looking after ourselves many of the mammals in the world are uh, born and immediately able, capable and able of, of looking after themselves to some degree, or at least keeping themselves alive. Uh, because of the nature of the way that we have evolved, that is not us. So we're born with this intrinsic uh, desire to attach and connect with uh, our, our parents or the people around us in order that we are provided with shelter, food, and uh, our survival needs. And in fact, that this this attachment idea and the, the need for contact is uh, specifically defined as a one of the needs of a newborn child. We need physical contact in order to stay alive in the same way that we need uh, warmth and shelter and food. The other 
internal desire or, or need, the intrinsic need that we have is one of authenticity because it was necessary when we were hunter-gatherers, which in the context of evolution is the, the blink of an eye away from where we are now. In order to survive, we needed an element of uh, innovation and authenticity to be who we truly are in order to learn to navigate the land that we lived, lived in, the space that we lived in, the spaces that we moved to. And this is many, in many ways a reflection of our authentic desire to grow and learn and you may even say uh, progress and uh, some might argue sort of advanced the uh, interests of our uh, people immediately around us. And one of the themes that was really interesting to me, and I'd love to get your thoughts on this if you're listening to this and uh, feel the urge to reach out to me and, and, and give me your thoughts, is that a lot of people when they are at a certain point in their life where they feel they have not followed an authentic path or they're unable to express themselves in whatever environment they're in some of the time this is because they are leaned into this theme of attachment and attaching themselves to ideas that are popular ideas that they feel are going to keep them loved and liked and safe as opposed to understanding what they truly authentically value and desire and making decisions to align with that and it was really interesting to hear Gabor Mate say that that is a uh, experience that almost everyone has it's a dynamic that everyone grapples with and we all walk that line to some degree but the interesting thing is that when we get to a certain point in our life it becomes more challenging to step out there we have responsibilities we have people to look after we have a reputation to protect. We have a career to protect. Most people have examples of habits and routines and even rituals that are unhelpful for them. If we're trying to pursue a more authentic path and trying to seek really deep fulfillment, it strikes me that for a lot of people, it's, it can be really challenging to step outside of this paradigm and you know really go after what they really want. The positive thing that I was taking away is that this is something that everyone deals with and we all have the capacity and the capability to either on our own or with the support and help of a professional, get really clear on what it is that we most want from life. And as I'm consistently saying to people, including my clients, it's all about taking baby steps. If the idea that uh, you are going to start doing this work and uncovering a whole set of values that you're misaligned with or your career or something that you're heavily invested in is uh, creating a huge conflict for you. You don't need necessarily to tackle that right at that point. It's okay. And in fact, it's hugely empowering to begin taking the first very small steps to understand your values and to understand who you truly are, understand what you truly want and begin to start making baby steps towards that very thing. And yeah, I just want to round off by saying thank you very much for listening. And yeah, if you have any thoughts or comments on anything that I've said or any complaints, then do reach out. I love to hear from 
listeners and connect with me. You can find me on Instagram at Graham the Coach. You can subscribe for a free energy audit. It's my gift to you uh, by reaching my website at You can apply for a free energy audit there. Uh, you can also reach out and ask for a free values assessment if you'd like to get started on this work. Let me know that you came to the values assessment via listening to this podcast. I will offer a free uh, 30-minute values debrief with you. Just a reminder that we can have a lot of fun when it comes to self-development, to growth. It sometimes seems daunting or really serious, but getting to know ourselves as we are right now can be one of the most amazing gifts and doesn't have to be so serious, even if sometimes it feels like it might be. So be kind to yourself and I hope to speak to you soon.